Hello, um, I'm Dilek Lemison from Global Loyalty Organization and um, I am at the uh, Arabian Travel Market in Dubai and it's a pleasure to talk to David Garner, uh, Vice President Commercial for Middle East and Africa for Minor Hotel Group today. Hello David. Hi, thanks very much for having me here today and it's a great pleasure. As Minor Hotels, uh, we have uh, over 530 hotels worldwide uh, across 65 countries across uh, eight distinct hotel brands. So I'm pleased to be here with you today. Thank you, David. David, uh, 2023 has been a very strong year for the hospitality sector. Um, people are talking of revenge travel uh, coming back after two years of being locked up. How has the year been so far for your uh, hotel group? Yeah, it's interesting when you talk about revenge tourism because really in the Middle East, our, we're only in lockdown for six weeks in the UAE. So really, we came, the last few years have been some of our record-breaking years for us from a revenue and commercial background. And we've seen this trend continue into 2023. I think the main impact in 2023 for us and our regions is that other global destinations have, have started to recover very well. I mean, we're very strong in Asia, and we've seen a very strong recovery into uh, Thailand, Indonesia, Vietnam, Cambodia, where we're very strong presented with our brands. But in the Middle East and Africa, we've seen a, a sustained growth. Um, I, I think there's obviously some global uh, trends at the moment which are impacting us. Uh, there's still a lack of flight availability and into a number of key destinations for us. Uh, so we hope that the airlines can continue to expand on those route networks because there is such high demand for travel into multiple places. You, you mentioned the lack of flight availability, and um, that leads me to the next question about what challenges have you encountered yeah. this year, and what challenges are you foreseeing um, for the rest of 2023 and sure. 2024? Sure. Well, I think you've got to look at different markets, right? And different markets have different strengths. Um, a lot of the Western European markets has had some impact this year due to uh, inflationary pressures, cost of living in those in those areas. Um, but we're still seeing good trends from those customers coming to our properties. Some of them are becoming more um, experience-led. Some of them are becoming more conscious of what their uh, programs are going to include, cost value. So for us, it's not about cutting costs. It's actually um, creating better value for the customers in our resorts and, and or with our properties in our cities. And we've managed to do that by being very innovative in what we bring in and certain activities and where we manage the actual guests, their journey through our, our, our actual properties. But we are impacted in some destinations by lack of flight availability. Mm -hmm. We take destinations like Oman, where we have three properties. We need more flights, international flights, from overseas going into those countries. Um, and if you talk to some of the major carriers like Emirates, their fleet is only at 80% of capacity still, as they bring back the A380s more, but they need many more uh, staff to be able to run those flights and cabin crew, etc. But you can see that with the pricing in, again with some of the airlines at, at the moment. Um, but I think in general, the recovery has been pretty strong across all destinations. And you look at that with other markets that are about to really impact again international travel, markets like China. Uh, with the opening up of the 
uh, travel outbound from China. I think for our region, or my region in the Middle East and Africa, we will see a very strong demand in Q3 and Q4 from the Chinese market as well. And in terms of the um, customer demands, um, you touched upon that customers have become more demanding and what, what they're expecting from you uh, as a hospitality provider. Um, how have you used your loyalty program, GHA Discovery, to um, address um, those uh, new customer um, demands and also improve customer experience? So the GHA, the Global Hotel Alliance, which we're very proud to be a member of, um, during the very wisely in the pandemic period, they reviewed how we run the actual business, what benefits we're giving to our guests, our loyal guests, because the GHA in the end is, is an organisation that has multiple companies, multiple hotel brands, which are all part of it. So the benefit of it is the ability to cross-sell intra-brand and across multiple brands, which are in different markets of the world. Um, if you look at the US markets, right, we we do not have a large footprint in the US market because operational, but the ability of those GHA partners to then influence their guests to come stay in the minor hotel brands is very strong. So the, the GHA program turned into the, Dis, into the Discovery Dollars program um, at the end of last year, and that changed from being a benefits program to a rewards program. So, so our guests and our properties now will earn dollars for which are they can then use for future stays or redemptions in the resorts for F and B, spa, activities, etc. So it, it allows us to offer a higher level of rewards for our for our actual members, and it gives them the flexibility to actually use those, whether or not they want to use them for business or leisure or or, or whatever. Um, as you say, you, you, you were part of the launch of the Discovery Dollars, and if you look back um, in the last year, has it actually met your expectations, and uh, were there any surprises for you? No, we, we've seen it as nothing but a benefit for us, really, because we can use it for our corporate guests, leisure guests, it, there's no difference to it really, apart from it's, it's given, it's what the consumer wants, the consumer has been wanting more rewards-led programs which they can use for their own benefit, either within their stay, could be that check-in, they say, oh, please use my my, my uh, discovery dollars I've got and offset it against the cost of my room or the cost of one of the food and beverage that they have in extra properties. So I think the, the involvement of the discovery program has been very important for us and um, we've seen a very good interest from our consumers. And um, you are, I believe you are involved in the pilot program of Discovery Dollars being able to spend um, at your um, properties without having to stay. Can you tell our audience a little bit more about it? Sure. So the, when the Discovery Dollars was launched, it's, it has to be launched in phases, right? So the, the phase that's coming towards the end of this year will be the ability to earn and burn your, your Discovery Dollars whilst you're within the property, whether you're staying in the property or you're an outside guest who's coming to use the facilities or restaurants. And uh, we are happy to pilot that program here in the Middle East and with the Anantar on the Palm Jr. And um, what's next? Do you have any other uh, plans to roll it out in the future? Well, I think just the um, expansion of the plan uh, rewards benefits over the next uh, multiple months. But uh, 
I, you know, for me, it's a strong program already. You know, we have uh, tens of thousands of members, millions of members on, on a global basis. And for us, the, the real heart of the GHA is the is the cross-brand selling benefits that we have. So us being visible and, and likewise other church partners being visible to um, our customers as well. And um, let's talk about sustainability. It is the topic of um, Arabian travel market today as well. And um, I believe it's a, a topic which is also very close to your heart since you were part of the launch of Green Collection. So can you tell us a little bit more about Minor Hotel Group's uh, efforts in sustainability and your properties uh, within the Green Collection and your plans uh, to roll it out in the future? Sure. Well, I mean, you know, our properties are, are very driven at the heart of the sustainability support. In particular, Anantara brand is at our, it's the heart of our DNA. And, you know, we work with external partners such as Green Globe in the past, etc. to get our properties rated on ways that we can be more proactive in our efficiencies um, and our sustainable programs that we actually do. You know, we're one of the first companies in the Middle East to bring in um, uh, plastic-free uh, water within our within properties, we have our own bottling plants, uh, even in properties like ours which are located in the middle of the Luba Desert, to properties on the palm, right? Because it cuts down on the on the one-time use plastics being used. And that saves millions and millions of plastics every, every year. To programs that we're doing with the wildlife and conservation. Our elephant camps in Thailand, our conservation reserve that we have here in Savannah's Island in Africa. Um, Beach cleanup campaigns. Uh, we're very involved with it from a whole level. Analyzing food wastage. You know, we actually weigh and measure our food wastage every day in property to see how ways that we can minimize wastage. So we're feeding back into the food chains, the supplier chain, and in the end becoming more environmentally aware and sustainable in a large approach. So it sounds like um sustainability so you're doing good for the community for the climate yes. but also it uh, must be helping your bottom line as well because you're saving on wastage um, you're saving on fuel costs for example with your plants um, having the proximity yes. I mean, obviously um, we have to invest in these programs for them to fulfill the long-term objective is that you are becoming more environmentally aware we are passing this on to our consumer, to our, to our guests and our, our consumers. We're educating them in the whole process of it. Do they want their linen changed every day? Do they want fresh towels every day? The options are given to the actual guests to say, yes, it might create some savings also for the property and that as a benefit, but it's more about the approach that we have because there are guests out there who demand this. Right? They want the hotels to be responsible. They want to see that it's, that it's, it's green certified. They're making a conscious decision in their purchasing chain to select properties who do act in this way. Yeah. And especially with the younger generation, that they have become much, much more conscious on um, you know, the sustainability issues. So it's uh, addressing those um, will definitely help you as a business as well to attract and uh, keep loyal. I think it's important the way we also communicate with all of these different generations. Right? What is our approach? Are we talking it through social media, through press? How we're pushing it from our own websites? Uh, how we're pushing that on our trade partners as well? We're also sending guests to us. So I think it's important that we have the communication right on that. Thank you.
And um, you talked about communication. Another um, topic which was actually much more in the forefront since um, the um, corona uh, lockdowns, etc., as well, were the digitalization and also emotional loyalty. Um, now, this year, especially the rise of AI, ChatGPT, the smart um, uh, travel programs, for example, which help the um, customers choice um, for when they uh, choose programs, etc. What have you um, experienced in your journey with um, regards to technology? Technology evolves every month. There is a different way to do business, a way that, but you know, technology gives us the ability to manage our business better. It allows us to distribute our products and our pricing on a global basis seamlessly. It helps the clients and the end guests with price stability, price parity. They can go to our site and they know they're not going to be undercut by third-party sites, etc. Um, so I think that the digital side from a marketing perspective has actually grown. We can get our communication out to millions of people with a press of a button. So the historic paper-led print, etc. still has a place, but it's nowhere near to the volume that we used to do it at as we become more and more digital in our approach. The management of social media is, 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 is imperative, and how we manage that on a, on a daily basis. And um, you know, I think with the growth of ChatGPT and, and, other, and other platforms, you have to be very aware of it. And you have to embrace it as well. So you see this as an opportunity for your company, uh, yes. implementing it more in the future as well. Yes. Why not? A consumer will be, will be able to potentially go on these platforms and ask, "I want to go on a on a holiday to two weeks to to Dubai. Uh, plan it for me." Theoretically, they'll be able to get a full itinerary with flight times, availability, hotel selections. So we have to be very aware of it, which is why we're continuing with our e-commerce and distribution team, looking at how we do our search engine marketing, our optimization of sites, how we're communicating, our pay-per-click programs, return on advertising spend through the digital channels. I think it all has to be integrated with our social media and communication and influence these systems so that we're at the forefront of everybody's mind. And um, David, since you're based in the UAE and um, you're responsible for minor groups, uh, Middle East and Africa business, how would you say that the loyalty in the Middle East differentiates itself from loyalty, let's say, uh, in the US, in Europe, or in Australia, or in Asia? I think there are massive differences because the UAE and the Middle East it's such a global market, right? Remember, most of our business is people traveling from Europe, Americas, uh, Asia, etc. So these are global travelers. So I don't think you could specifically say that the Middle East market is, is, is necessarily different. Everybody is online these days, everybody has apps, everybody is highly connected. So I think it's a pretty much a level playing field out there. I think that the Middle East markets have, the Middle East outbound market is a different market, right? And and they have certain destinations that they prioritise over others, and there's different ways of attracting them. Um, so we actually change our campaigns and our models and how we um, get more business into our hotels. We often do that by different segments, different nationality groups, and, and, we, and we tailor make it. Okay, interesting. 
That's true. I mean, the Middle East is like an amalgamation of all different. It's um, a global hub. Yes, it is. It is. And um, so, if you were um, to make one prediction for 2024 for your company, but also for the Loyalty Program and the Discovery Dogs, what would it be? Uh, we, I believe that 2024 will see a sustained growth in international travel. I think that people will become more and more adventurous in, in destinations that they want to travel to. I think loyalty will continue to grow and be a benefit. I think it will be seeing a high growth curve in that area. And we want those customers, right? If those customers are engaged with our brands, they they feel an affinity with us, they want to stay with us. So the stronger our loyalty and brand program is, the more business that we're going to get direct into our own channels, through our own brand.com as well, uh, ghadog.com as an example. And we want to own those customers and for them to ensure that each time that they travel, they think of minor hotels and think of GHA. Amazing. Well, thank you. Um, this concludes sort of the serious part of our uh, interview. It is a tradition with a global world organization to ask two more personal, more fun questions. Go on then. If you had a magic wand and you could invent any customer experience, loyalty feature you could, which one uh, would you invent? A magic wand to create a global loyalty. Any feature you want. Any that's a wonderful question, that is. I think it would be a way that you can, with a touch of magic wand, create that experiential itinerary for the customer that is going to separate us out from anybody else. We talk about experiences already in all of our properties, but to have the IQ knowledge, maybe ChatGPT is going to give out on profiling of people in the future but the ability for that to match into exactly which of our 530 hotels resorts worldwide is perfectly matched for that customer based on their mental or profile that we actually have. And create a perfect itinerary and, and on this day. Seamless I, I, itinerary from, from, from A to Z. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Um, the next one is, um, so if you have one million discovery days, how would you spend them? How would I spend them? Yes. I'd be looking at a worldwide uh, tour. I would go to some of the, the, the most interesting, most um, experience-led destinations that we have. Places like the Royal um, Livingston uh, Anantara Hotel on Victoria Falls, where you have both Victoria Falls and I have a look at the video right now. They have the falls and the wildlife around you there. Next thing you're in Thailand, in a, in a, in a bubble in northern Thailand, uh, a night under the stars with the elephants around you, followed by obviously a luxury uh, holiday into the Maldives, uh, into the Key Harbour where we have the fabulous underwater restaurant, then into possibly into Europe, into the Amalfi Coast where New Anantara um, has just been rebranded. Um, and then I could go on and on and on, right? I mean, I would build myself a worldwide tour. Sounds amazing. Can you count me in, please? Oh, once you've got a million uh, discovery dollars, you're very welcome. <laughs> now the last question. Um, so, having worked uh, with minor hotels and also uh, having experienced the uh, uh, launch of the discovery dollars and uh, being part of the loyalty program, 
Um, if you were uh, able to give your younger self who's starting in this industry um, a piece of advice, what would that be? Ensure that you're digitally second. Because e-commerce and social media and that whole area of our business is such a growth area and has such buying power these, these days. I'm talking that for myself because I'm a commercially focused hotelier. Um, so you're not just a salesperson or a revenue person or an e-commerce or a distribution or a PR person, marketing person. You're a commercial leader these days. You have to have knowledge of all of these areas to really drive benefit to our businesses. So I would say to the young people coming in, in the industry, you need to be very tech savvy these days because the digital and tech side of our business is such a large portion of our revenue streams. This wraps up our interview today. Thank you very much for a very, very interesting interview and giving us an insight about Minor Hotel Group and your efforts in sustainability and loyalty. And it would be great to meet you again, same place next year, and do another interview with you. Well, it's a great pleasure to meet you and thank you for this opportunity and looking forward to seeing you in 2024. Thank you.